here we are, super excited. Got a, a friend of mine, a guest. Why don't you introduce yourself real quick? My name's Tracy Gilliard from Kearney, Nebraska. I'm a children's pastor here at Grace Fellowship, and I am a ministry director for Big Igloo Adventures. Yeah, so speaking of Big Igloo, like, that's how your church is known. We are actually shaped like an igloo. It is so cool. It is. And so I was driving here to, to do this recording. Our big event is tomorrow. And as I was driving in, I was like, there it is. It's the big igloo. It looks like it's like larger than life. Well, and most of the people in Kearney know us as the big, the big igloo. igloo and yeah. not Grace Fellowship, which is ironic. And I think actually your website is like the big igloo or something like this, isn't it? Yes. Okay, right? Yes. So you, you like it's like just go with it. Absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. I'm here in Kearney to do the Amazing Chemistry Show plus the family experience. And so just for the listeners out there, um, the Amazing Chemistry Show, 32-foot stage production, fire, explosions, foam, all set to music. And so excited. I'm so, yeah, it's super fun. And the family experience is actually like the traveling science center portion where I actually bring in 170 different hands-on science experiences. And you, Tracy, and your team, you're providing 26 eight-foot tables, all that stuff. I provide all the science stuff, all the big banners. And so that's what we're doing tomorrow. So that's what brings me to town. And of course, we're providing volunteers to help with that. That's exactly right. <laughs> right. And so um, I'm excited. This is going to be super fun. So we met at a national conference, met a couple of times, and then, uh, and you reminded me of this today, you reminded me the other day as well, but we, we, we were staying at the same hotel. Yeah. We had kind of had a connection and so that was fun. And so then you got a hold of me and we're doing this event. But the, the reason why I wanted to get you on the podcast was for two things. The most important thing, the thing that caught my attention, is that you have done some creative, outside-of-the-box thinking in order to raise kingdom revenue, to raise money to do cool things in the kingdom. So just give us a Tell us, don't give us the story yet, but just tell us what you do and how and how this works. Okay, so Big Igloo Adventures is a ministry that's come alongside Grace Fellowship. It's under the umbrella it's of this church. It's under the umbrella of the church for um, insurance purposes, for mm -hmm. lack of better words. Mm -hmm. We raise our own funds. We are a ministry that, um, quite honestly, just builds relationships I love how you had mentioned that you serve kids from three to 93. That's and, right. And that's what we would do through this ministry as well. Right. We do all kinds of fun things. And more importantly, we do it at no cost to them. We've done things for at uh, the Children's Museum. We're mm -hmm. getting ready to obviously go into the Merriman Center with so, their performance tomorrow. Yes. And so the cool thing, Tracy, is that, is that, we're doing this event tomorrow at a neutral location that's large that everybody in town knows. Yeah, exactly. And so that, that kind of helps. You know, I like when people, I like it when we do it at their church, that's fine. But when it's at like a, a, a central location that everybody in town knows, people's inhibitions who may not feel comfortable rolling into a church, they can do this, right? Absolutely. So yeah, that's it's cool. like neutral ground and just come and just let us love on you. Okay, now... The interesting thing is that a lot of people who have an idea for ministry and they're hungry to do something cool in, in and for the kingdom, they set up a nonprofit and then they just, they, they either passively wait for funds to come in, which 
passively waiting typically doesn't happen, right? Or they're out soliciting funds. And, and that's a fantastic model, more power to them. But you chose a very different approach to fund the great things yes. that you felt called to do. Yeah. So tell us about that. So I had the opportunity because uh, a friend of mine was operating two firework stands mm -hmm. and he was wanting to step down because uh, they and his family had done it a number of years and sure. they were wanting a break. And I was thinking that would be an awesome opportunity to just come alongside the ministry, raise funds. We had two different locations instead of just one. So it was right. like we were able to get double the funds, for lack of better words, um, because we still seek, um, you know, help from outside still, right? So in other words, people can donate yes. to your ministry. Absolutely. Of course. But, but that's, not the, that's not the sole exclusive way no. that this thing is... is yeah. So over the last... I mean, ministry takes resources. Exactly. Oh, man, it does. Yeah. And especially if you want to grow some inventory and still have money to love on people. That's right. And over the last eight years now with the fireworks stands, the two locations we operate in Kearney here, we have raised $100,000 now. And that's huge. And so then that's typically a, a little summer gig for like, what, a month? Well... It's or definitely it's like, less than a month, but it feels like you've worked all month long. So it's less <laughs> than a month. So we so are allowed like two weeks. We're allowed to sell fireworks in Kearney, Nebraska from June 28th until July 4th. So it's one week. You're kidding me. Not even kidding. So you, you wait, 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 time out. I had no idea. I yeah. thought you were doing this like all summer long, but there was kind of a peak. No. So this is one like week. one week of go get it. And so then you make some serious kingdom revenue. In, in a short amount in of a time. short amount of time you can't you just can't find oh my word another revenue source that's gonna or a fundraiser that's gonna raise these kind of funds <laughs> although it is a so lot of cool. work for me personally there's five days of setup basically then sure, you've got sure. uh, seven days of operation and if nobody wants to volunteer to fill those time slots it's guess you. who's there and do, you, do you sleep there <laughs> no no because no. I know a lot of so I know these people have. um our stands in Kearney are not allowed to be um, a tent. Okay, so, so we it's operate out of a 40-foot metal can, so we're able to actually lock it up and nice. walk away. That's nice. So, um, okay, so, so you had this dream to do ministry. Yes. And you had this dream to, to, to do big things, do outside-of-the-box things, but not have to charge. Right. And so... You spend one week of your personal life to rake in some serious cash that so that you can do fun things throughout the year, throughout the year. Yeah. And, and serve people in your community. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. So the things we do are, of course, they're advertised through our brother church. Right. Yes. But it's not just for them. We want right. them to invite people. I mean, we do date night. We want you to invite your neighbor. I buy the whole um, oh, Carney so cool. Community Theater out for date night. I buy the whole place out, and we have. And that, our, that's not. We don't tell us how much, but that's not cheap. It's not cheap. No, it's not. But but you're doing. It's this, worth it though. It's worth it. So you're doing this date night. You buy the whole entire place out. Yes. And the entire community is. They're invited. It's genius. I mean, we just, we do ask since there are tickets involved with that specific event mm -hmm. that they, you know, sign up 
ahead of time so that so I that don't you know, oversell right. anything yeah. and there's not mud on my face. Yeah. I like to do things with excellence and I will... And intelligence. And intelligence, yes. So I love to do an hors d'oeuvre type of uh, social event before that here sure. at the church. And then we provide babysitting for the families and then we just go have a good time. And it's all taken care of. It's all paid for. That's so There's cool. no cost to them. Yes. And so... So you, so even this event, the Amazing Chemistry Show, is this coming through the fireworks funds? Yes, it absolutely know that. is. That's so And cool. Josh, and you are just an awesome name, right? And people would pay to go and see you. Sure. Right? We're not charging anything. Right. We just want to love people, and we just hope we can fill the place. And I actually, I mean, given that you've done your due diligence and all of your promoting and all that stuff, and it, it truly does draw a crowd. I'm super excited for tomorrow. I really it's am. Gonna I think this is going to be a fun event. Absolutely. And and so now you then recently came on staff at this church. So you kind of wear two hats. Yes. And you wear the yeah. you wear the big igloo ministry, which is the fireworks stand. That's what funds it is the fireworks right. stand. So when I uh, let me just kind of share with you how the sure. beginning of my little walk went. Um, we were just trying to get plugged into a good church. Mm-hmm. We were at a larger church before. And now I'm in a, um, we'll just call it a growing church. We mm-hmm. got a lot of families joining. We have new people every week. We are absolutely a growing church. And I knew that I had to plug in mm-hmm. in order to, you know, for me to serve God. It's not about sure. serving out and helping. It's like getting volunteers to come help this weekend. They're not, it's not for Josh mm-hmm. and it's not for Tracy, but it's for God. And yeah. if they would just get that mindset you probably wouldn't have very many problems finding good help, right? Yeah, right. They would want to and, help. And what I have found is, is that if I can share a vision that this is going, this actually, okay, you wanted to find a place to serve because that helps you grow. Yes. So and that's the vision for everybody. Yeah. So you were looking for a place to I grow. I was hungry. And serve. I was so hungry. You were so hungry to serve that you started coming to this church. But you know, quite honestly, I was getting so filled upstairs I didn't want to help out in children's ministry. Yeah. And so my bride, Rebecca, was invited to come and help out in the children's ministry. Sure. But then she told me I was teaching. Yes, you were voluntold. I was, I was voluntold. But I didn't know how much I was going to get filled by just preparing right. for class. I mean, God has reckoned me all week long and showing me different things I can do. Yeah. And one of the hardest things when I first started as a teacher filling in was, man, I had to stay right on with what they want me to say. And I knew that... You felt locked into that. I did. And a lot of the problem came with Holy Spirit was nudging me the whole time. Right. Because a question would come and I really need to go this way, but I needed to get back to what I was supposed to say. Yeah, so you almost felt like you you had shackles. Yeah. It's like the curricular shackles. I did. As until, opposed to, yeah, keep going. Until I realized that the Holy Spirit is the teacher. Is the teacher. And guiding. And I just... It brought my level of excitement and loving kids to just a whole nother level. Right. It was so good. Yeah. And so, so you got plugged into this church. You know, we won't say kicking and screaming, but in a sense, you were voluntold and you began to realize the great blessing that uh, those who give in the kingdom, they 
receive far more. Amen. It's the upside down kingdom, right? Absolutely. You, you die to live. You, uh, you give up to get right. Absolutely. You pour out and yet you yourself are filled. And so, and how fun is it also where, where when you are preparing and you're seeking the Lord to serve others and he is ministering deeply to your very own person all week long. Oh, it's so, so good. good. Oh, it's so good. Okay. So that was how it started. That's how it started. With I mean, I'm just kind of getting a invitation, right? Yeah. To go and, and then being voluntold because I quite honestly, right. I didn't want to because sure. I was more selfish of what I wanted to receive upstairs. Okay. I had no idea what I was going to receive downstairs. Right. And, and that's what we need to encourage volunteers with. Yeah. Is it, 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 it really, no matter how much we tell them, they truly have to experience it. Right. Absolutely. Um, but I, I, I think Tracy, as I have walked my short 26 or 27 years of a Christian life, what I have found that's so crazy to me is there's like three segments that I have seen or like, like a pie chart. So take somebody's the totality of somebody's Christian life. That first third is, is discovering the Bible and discovering prayer and going and listening to a message and being completely filled, wrecked, whatever adjective you want. And God is doing something in you. And that's the first third. Absolutely. And then all of a sudden, you step into a serving role and you're like mind like mind blown you're like i had no idea that i could that i could experience god in this way like you experienced god through sitting and listening and reading and praying but then there's a whole nother level level of serving of of getting to know him in an active way we're not going to go down this road right now, but there's two words in the Greek language. One is gnosis, that is no, to know. But there's another word called epinosis, and that means like upon knowledge. So mm. watch carefully. I love this. So we as individuals sit and listen to a sermon. We read the scriptures, and we have an intimate experience. Gnosis is an intimate knowledge. This is not fact knowledge. That's another whole entire word. Right. This is intimate knowledge. So we have that intimate knowledge, but then... It's like stepping stones. And then when we serve, we are stepping upon gnosis or epinosis. And so so this is experience knowing. And so you can't know God in the way that he is willing to be known until you take what you've known and you literally are beginning to step out in a service capacity. Brand new. Absolutely. And then the third way that I found is, and it says in the book of third john super random place it says you know we know the good things that we have after we've shared it with you so when you share your faith so you listen to the word you are reading and you're praying great number two you're serving and you're experiencing god in a brand new way but third you begin to actually share your faith and that that it's it's this there's 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 ways of knowing god that you never ever ever expected and it comes through participation yeah stepping out and doing something and that's what we like i am a little service addict you're a service addict we love god we want to experience more of him as john piper used to say like you know we're christian hedonists i want i'm I'm a hedonist i want to feel good yeah and how does that work well i want to get closer to god that's the truest best source first way so um that's what we need to get volunteers turned on to right absolutely and so then you transitioned then to become a staff member at this church yeah so volunteering um 
Well, I was doing that for a number of years. I was um, director of an operations company for events, and yes. I landed up getting in a accident on the interstate, got mm-hmm. rear-ended by a semi, took me in and out of work for five years, and I really didn't know what I was going to do mm-hmm. after because I wasn't going to be physically capable of doing everything I was doing before. Right. Life so, change. Like this is a life change yeah. moment. So I uh, was invited to go through this Kidman Academy training okay. with Ryan Frank. Sure. And um, which is where I met you and yeah, a yeah, bunch yeah. of other people that have just been a total blessing but, to but my you, life. But you, you went through that course as a result of yeah. the, the... Quite honestly, I just... I was still just hungry for what I was receiving yeah. by teaching and volunteering. Yes. And so I put myself through this, this training, this school yeah, yeah. at my cost. It was, sure. I was, no, you know, it was my cost a hundred percent. And, um, the pastor did send me to the, uh, graduation party and MegaCon, which yeah, was a conference, conference which, which is, is where, where we met. We met. And um, so we met at that conference. You paid for that because you wanted to go. Okay, Alice, how how like Alice in Wonderland? How deep does this hole go? Right. And you I wanted more. I want. I just wanted more. I was not in a paid position. Knew that I wasn't going to be able to do what I was doing. Put myself through the school, and then all of a sudden, hmm. things just started unfolding where I could get on staff as a part-time to mm-hmm, start, mm-hmm. which I did for um, nearly three years, I think. I was part-time staff before I went full-time children's ministry. And that's fantastic. And so you are, you know, I got to tell you, as opposed to maybe youth ministry or adult ministry, children's ministry often is a side door approach to where all of a sudden we're participating, we're serving, um, as volunteers, that's my story. I don't have any kind of formal ministry training whatsoever. I just love God, you know what I mean? All right. Loved his word and was like, hey, I, I kind of like, if I feel good serving, I want to do more of that. And so then, of course, you know, just more one thing leads to the other. And then you find yourself now, like, vocationally in the driver's seat. Absolutely. Just enjoying it. Yes. Just totally enjoying it. And, um... If somebody asked me if I was working, I would not tell them I'm working funny? at the church. I'm a doer. I'm just doing at yeah. the church. Is it fun? And it's just it's a total different now, mindset. When it came to when it came to leading volunteers for yourself, like how does that go for you? Tell us tell us kind well, of Well, I'll tell you what. At, when I first took over and stepped in as mm-hmm. part-time, it seemed like everyone wanted to leave. I've been there. And And some of them did. And what I realized is that I had to build relationships Mm -hmm. with people in order to get them to serve. It's like the kids. I I have to build a relationship with the kids because otherwise they won't listen. They won't receive anything from me. And it's just relationships are everything it's in every walk of life which is why i started big igloo adventures i just love building relationships and hanging out with people and so you you did the firework stand so that you could facilitate more relationships so that i could for lack of better words build myself into a position as a family pastor 
not necessarily a children's pastor where I am right now. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you were you did Big Igloo to put yourself in a position to do family ministry, even though you weren't currently on staff at a church. Absolutely correct. I think that is just entrepreneurially stud. Thank I think you. that is so stud because you know there are people who are bivocational, or there are people who are hungry, 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 and they think that they have to wait. Yeah. Until they yeah. they get on staff, and it's just not true. It's not. Just do just, something. You have to engage yourself. Right. You have to participate. Just get out and do something. Yes. And it was like, you know, we went through this COVID thing, right? Yeah. So then it was like, yeah, you know, this COVID thing. This COVID thing. Yeah. And then it was like, well, are people going to come back? What's it look like? We don't, of course, want to go back to what it was before because okay. this is our opportunity, right, to sure. make change. But when you think about that, People were so hungry yeah. to be with people again, and pr- yeah, and just really didn't realize, yeah, how, how like how important, how, how um, like I would say even thirsty, uh, parched, yeah, parched, parched. For people, yeah, it was people parchment, absolutely. You know, like, oh, my mouth yeah. is so dry. So when we just our church has just been a church that just really has allowed things to continue to happen. Our senior pastor, Mitch Ivey, is just a guy with a big heart. Yeah. And he allows soul rest. When we work hard and have events mm-hmm, here mm-hmm. at the church, he allows soul rest. He knows when we, he, when he knows we to, need to a break. To allow, allow recharge and recovery. Yes. Well, here's something cool, man. Like you had a desire for people and you wanted to do family ministry. And so you're like, well, I'm not waiting around to be hired. Let's get her done. Absolutely. And so any podcast listener out there, I hope that you're as inspired as I am actually for a guy who's just, just wants to, wants to serve. Put me in coach. And he's like, well, we ain't got any room on the team. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to start my own ball club. Is that cool? Yeah. Can I just, can I just play? Can I help? Can I help? Yep. And just so, engage, yeah. And so you did that, and and so you've you've brought in David Laughlin, big you know great friend of mine. He did a big old event last year with you guys. Yes. And we're doing this event this year, and so big igloo. What's the the, the tagline? Big igloo big adventures. Big igloo adventures. And yes. so you do lots of. I mean, how fun! Think about this. How many people, including myself, would love to have, you know, over an eight year period, a hundred thousand dollars of kingdom play money. I mean, how sweet. It is just so much fun. We've been able to bless people with camping, tanking, tubing, fishing, horseback riding. For connection. For connection. So stud. We even went skydiving last year, Josh. And so you, in in big igloo adventures, paid for everybody to go do that. Yeah. That is so cool. And, And I would just imagine that the rush of skydiving with somebody else, you guaranteed you're going to be bonded with that person. Yeah. It um, was very emotional because there was a lot of mom and dads that were jumping. I Look, it this. wasn't, this was not a large group for this one, mm-hmm. but um, it was very just to see dads and sons oh my jumping word. together. Is, moms I'm going to get dads emotional. Jumping. It was just, it's a lifetime thing and, that and you so, just wouldn't so even think about. So you invited people to do this on what I'm going to call your nickel so that they could have deeper connection with one another. Yes. So cool. Where have you been all my life? (laughs) I mean, this is just so cool. 
Um, and so the church, what do they think about you? What do they think about this big igloo? Adventures? You know, um, as time has come along, yeah, people are more apt to engage and do something. Yeah. And, you know, in the beginning, there was probably a little bit of confusion. Confusion or skepticism. And what is at this? At first, it wasn't really called Big Eagle Adventures. It was called 7F Ministries. And mm-hmm. then there was like, well, what does that mean? Well, it means faith, family, friends, fun, food, four-wheelers, and firearms is what it meant <laughs> in the beginning. I mean, because we hold two shooting events Too a year. funny. And we take people four-wheeling all the time. Last and fall. This is, and, it's, and it's Christ-centered. Yeah. And it's for the purpose of Absolutely. And so how amazing so then once once you kind of started getting more and more and more integrated into the church they were like okay i think i understand this yes and they they caught the vision yeah and so clearly they caught the vision because they brought you on full time as this yeah well our halsey camp we do an annual halsey camp so this was our third year this past um july and we had 90 people just come alongside and we pay for the camping and two meals the breakfast and the dinner, we feed everybody. Love so it. lunch is kind of on their own. Mm-hmm. And then we take people riding through the National Forest, four-wheelers and side-by-sides. Last fall, we did what I called uh, Refresh Fridays. Mm-hmm. So it was on a Friday. We met at 9 o'clock at the church here. We went riding in Harland. And we'd go for a ride in Harland, have lunch, go for a mm-hmm. ride. Mm-hmm. So we did that September, October, November, and December. Did 110 rides and oh, just a lot of relationships were built even enough to where they are now serving in the church and i think that we glossed over something earlier uh tracy that i want to come back to you said that you were having a difficult time getting people to participate in ministry as a volunteer like all of us but you said it really took you getting to know them and developing a relationship with them correct and then they were hungry to serve absolutely and then through that relationship which got that was kind of the that was kind of the like the buy-in yeah right or the like like the 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 key that unlocked the door and then they came in and they're like dang i like this right and then they stayed but it really does require a relationship it does and so the entirety of your ministry big igloo adventures the whole thing this entire time has been your passion under the heading of Christ to have relationships deepen. And they don't even have to be necessarily relationships deepening with you. Right. It's this this family. Absolutely. And I got this, if, yeah. if everybody could only see the smile on your face, <laughs> that's so cool. I'm literally not only um, humbled, but impressed that your passion uh, is, is helping other people connect. Super cool. Thank you. Well, gang, uh, we're gonna close this one off and I just wanna say, like what's stopping you what's stopping me dream big there you go dream big we'll catch you guys on the next one